0: Hey, welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber. We're so glad you've joined us today. We have with us Dr. Ellen Tart Jensen, who has written a couple of books, Health is Your Birthright and Through the Eyes of the Masters, A History of Iridology. And if you'd like to get a hold of these books, you can do so at www.bernardjensen.org. And if you have a question for her for today on the show, please send it to q at masteringourselves.com.
1: You know, Ellen, both young and old, uh, there's a lot of people with teeth problem. Yeah. Do you have any uh, you know dietary or any suggestions for people's teeth health?
2: Absolutely. Um, Dr. Jensen was very fond of recommending uh, the mineral fluorine. Now, fluorine or fluoride is a poison in itself, but fluorine, which is the mineral from the earth, is found in the fruit called quince, and fluorine, the mineral, helps to build the teeth, and quince trees grow here. We can blend quince up with apples in a blender and make a wonderful almost applesauce quince sauce, which strengthens the teeth. The other thing that's very important is staying away from refined white sugar, which breaks down the teeth. Yes. Also getting plenty of calcium, all of your green leafy vegetables. A lot of people don't realize this, but the greens are very high in minerals, calcium, magnesium, all of the minerals that build the teeth. And so I would juice greens such as kale and collards and Parsley, all of these are very high in your minerals, which strengthen the teeth and the bones. And also eat salads, because chewing uh, crispy, crunchy vegetables actually strengthens the teeth. Um, the, the one thing that I have seen really turn problems with the teeth around, um, and when I worked with Dr. Jensen side-by-side side at the health ranch, people would come in with teeth problems, and he would soak almonds. We would soak them for 24 hours and blend them, and this would make a delicious almond cream. And we would put uh, a sweetener called stevia in there, or Mm -hmm. a little uh, stevia, which does not cause any decaying of the teeth. And we would also put some vanilla in there. Yeah. And this delicious cream is one of the best builders of teeth and bones that I know.
1: So with stevia... There's a refined stevia and then there's a brown not so refined stevia. Does it make a difference which one you use?
2: At this point, if I can get people to use stevia, period, instead of these artificial sweeteners (laughs) or sugar, I'm really happy. happy.
3: (laughs) However,
2: the the brown stevia is more nutritious because it's not as refined. Yes. But just if people will, you can go to the health food store, you can get packets of stevia just like you will little packets of, um, you know, artificial sweeteners or sugar. And carry them in your purse, and you can sweeten things with them.
1: Yeah, I, I do that myself. I think it's quite nice. I'm glad to get out of the sugar, and you try not to do it so so much that you always look for the extra sugar taste to try to sort of cut that down a little bit.
2: The stevia um, has no calories. It actually balances the pancreas. It's great for diabetics. It does not cause any decaying of the teeth.
1: Boy, that's great. Speaking of diabetics, uh, what are your suggestions for people who are having that kind of problem?
2: Well, we have more and more diabetes every year, and it's because people are eating so many refined sugars. And when I was teaching in the Philippines, I saw soft drink trucks on every corner. My students, who were medical doctors, told me that they had more and more diabetics in their clinics and people oh. with severe tooth decay. So my number one thing for diabetics is to please leave off all foods with refined white sugar in it and to switch over to stevia. The other thing that I have found that really, really helps diabetics is an herb called Gymnema, G Y M N-E-M-A Sylvestri S-Y-L-V-E-S T-R-E I-E And that herb is from India and that herb acts like a natural insulin which when you're when a person's diabetic their pancreas is not making insulin anymore to handle the sugars of the body and they can take the amnema and it will help a lot. Also the herb called bitter melon. These herbs really help the pancreas uh, and help it to produce insulin. The other thing is um, balancing the pH of the body. When a person is too acidic, huh. they are having and they're requiring more insulin. They're having to take more insulin. And I have found when I get my clients within a pH of 6.8 to 7.2, their bodies are more alkaline. They no longer need as much insulin. The other thing is lots of uh, small meals throughout the day. And that way um, soaked nuts and seeds or raw almonds or celery with sesame butter on it. Uh, foods that break down slowly in the body rather than white flour or white sugar.
0: We are, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves. Thank you for joining us today. Our guest is Dr. Ellen Tart Jensen, author of Health is Your Birthright.
1: Yes. Okay, let's go to another direction here. Um, a lot of people have digestion problems. Yes. What do we do?
2: A lot of people have digestion problems nowadays because they are victims of eating at fast foods restaurants.
3: Mm, yeah. And these
2: fast foods restaurants are full of grease and refined white flour.
0: I bet you that just gives you the willies when people say, oh yeah, I go to Mac and Don's every day. That's
2: what they're living on and they are... Um, What they're doing is they're really destroying their digestive system in a big way. It's burning up their enzymes so their enzymes aren't functioning properly anymore. They're not combining foods very properly. Our body needs enzymes, and we need to eat raw salads. We need to eat lightly steamed vegetables. These foods are full of enzymes to help us with our digestion. And also I would recommend papaya tablets. For people that have acid reflux, Mm -hmm. Uh, take a few papaya tablets. Papaya is high in papain, which is a natural enzyme.
0: And they taste great.
2: And they taste great, and they can take them right after their meal. And right before their meal, I would recommend that they take a full-spectrum digestive enzyme that digests um, the starches and the proteins and the sugars. Um, So they should get a plant digestive enzyme and take those, a couple, just before their meal, and then they can take the papaya tablets just after their meals.
1: I see. Wow. I love your information. How about healthy eyes?
2: Healthy eyes, you know, the eyes are directly connected to the brain and the nervous system. The eyes are an extension of the brain. And so foods that feed the brain and nervous system also are great for the eyes, such as your flax seeds, your ground flax seeds, your flax seed oils. But the other thing about the eyes, you need really good things that build connective tissue because the eyes are made of blood vessels. And so bilberry, which is the European blueberry, is high in what we call bioflavonoids. Mm -hmm. And bioflavonoids are a part of vitamin C that help all of those little vessels in the eyes to stay really strong. So I would recommend uh, the herb bilberry. I would recommend to eat lots of blueberries. Those are great for the eyes. Carrots are great for the eyes, high in vitamin A, which is essential for the eyes.
0: Right. We're, we're talking today with Dr. Ellen Tart Jensen, author of Health is Your Birthright. If you have a question first, send it to Q at MasteringOurselves.com. You know, speaking of the eyes, Ellen... hmm Um, we actually, for our audience to say, Keith and I each had an iridology reading with Ellen. And boy, was that ever interesting. Yes. You know, it, it was really something because, you know, they, they say that the eyes are the windows into our soul. Yes. Well, it was really something. Not only in this reading was Ellen able to tell Keith and I like innate personality, strengths and weaknesses that we have, but also, she saw in my eyes a trauma that I'd had when I was five years old that had um, ruined my adrenals all these years later. Yeah. And uh, how, how can you see all that in, in the eyes? That's, I mean, truly, they are the windows into the soul.
2: Well, I would have to say years and years and years of study all over the world. Dr. Jensen was a master iridologist. He was known as the father of iridology in this country. I've also studied in Italy and in Switzerland and Germany, iridology. But first of all, the eyes show us genetic patterns. And it's almost like the feet have reflex areas that connect to all parts of the body right. through nerve endings. There are 28,000 nerve endings that go from each iris to all parts of the body. And so, hundreds of years ago, doctors were looking in their people's, their patients' eyes, and after seeing hundreds of people, and they all had a heart problem, and they all had a marking at three o'clock in the left iris. Then they started drawing maps of it, and after seeing hundreds of people with kidney problems, and they all had a marking in the same area, they drew a map of it, and that's how we got our iridology maps. And I use and refer to these maps, these maps tell me about where the uh, uh, strengths are in the body, where the deficiencies are, uh, what a person has inherited from their, like I've done five generations of eyes, from the great-great-great-grandmother to the great-great-great-grandchild, and I saw the pancreas increasingly uh, getting worse throughout the generations because they had eaten very unhealthily throughout those generations. In the same way, we can help our children and grandchildren by eating healthfully, and it will show up in the eyes as stronger tissue patterns. The other thing is um, genetically, and many times you'll notice in family patterns, some people are very intense people. They're very driven. They are goers. They're doers. They're hard workers. Those patterns show up in the eye. Some people genetically through their um, generations are singers. You know, they have a gift for singing. Right. Those patterns show up in the eyes. Uh, people that are actresses, actors, singers, and dancers, very creative people, that shows up in the eyes. So there are just so many patterns in the eyes um, that tell us a huge amount about a person, physically, that... mentally, emotionally. Yeah, all isn't the way that through. something?
0: And those folks that can read palms. Yes. You know, it's it's it, you know our bodies are such an amazing, miraculous system that talks in all you know, like your earlobes too. They'll. Yes. <laughs> I tell you, if people understood how amazing the body is and how much it talks to us all the time in different ways, if we were just listening it would guide us and then if we would follow the clues you know like when you get that thought i shouldn't eat this don't eat it
2: exactly and i call myself a detective because i like to look at all the pieces of the puzzle puzzle because the eyes show me all these patterns as well as the face as well as yes. the way the person's standing yep. if their hair is yes. dried out or whatever yes. and yes. put all those pieces together to see what they're deficient in and what they need
1: You know, when I was first starting my healing journey, starting out from just being a regular person and, you know, this path sort of pulled me into it, both spiritual uh, striving and being a healer kind of a person, reflexology, the reflex on the feet was the first, my first entry. And, you know, I was just starting and I would be able to press and I, I knew how to run energy and you know, you could begin to read everything going on in a person because you were touching that reflex. It was like a teeter-totter. You know, something's off here, so it goes off on the foot the, the same corresponding place. And I thought that was pretty neat how that <laughs> worked so well. And, and, you know, because of it's sort of like how the body works, I got pretty good at it because I studied it and practiced and studied and I thought that was pretty neat.
2: It is so amazing. And really and truly, the, the things that people have thought were hocus-pocus in the past, we're finding, I mean, we're having scientific studies on, even down to the lines in the palm. Right. Um, And how they connect to different parts of the yeah. body. Uh, even massage therapists will tell you when they are massaging a person, speaking of energy, that some parts of the body will be very cold. Yep. And that cold area will be not functioning as well as it should be, and then correspondingly, I will look in the eyes, and there will be a weakness there.
0: Yes, you know, um, whoever whoever put together the body was brilliant.
2: Absolutely, it, it is just amazingly made.
0: It is knock your socks off brilliant with the meridians. It's and all connected. It's all connected, and it all talks to you if you just sit down and listen and. In fact, if you want to learn how to read omens, just start learning how to read your body. And it says to you, you got a problem over here, bud. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, uh, uh, God, God and his wonders, wonders, uh, certainly did an amazing job in putting it together.
2: Which comes back to the name of my book, Health is Your Birthright, because I really feel that God and his wisdom, his, her, uh, the great God of our universe, wisdom, um, has really brilliant beyond our comprehension yes. that has yes. put together our amazing bodies and so has designed the natural laws of our universe that if we will follow them, we yes. truly will have health as our yeah.
0: right. Yes, the intelligence of the universe is off the charts. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber and our delightful guest, Dr. Ellen Tart Jensen, author of Health Is Your Birthright. If you want to get in touch with her and her book, www.bernardjensen.org. Or if you have a quick question before we go off air, we're at q at com. By the way, we're a place to find sound answers To life's tough questions, stay with us. We'll be right back.